welcome to this episode of the Building Online Sales Success podcast, where I am very excited to be joined by a very special guest, Yvonne Bridges, who is based over in Canada. I just learned she's in Calgary in Canada, which is a country I've never been to, but I would love to go to. And Yvonne is joining me as an expert in how you can get powerfully visible. So we've called the episode, You Are Not Invisible. So if you're somebody listening to this episode and you've ever felt invisible and you want some tips and some strategies around how not to feel invisible anymore, then keep listening because Yvonne is going to show you the way. So Yvonne, rather than me blunder my way through a bad introduction, I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself. Welcome to the show. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online sales success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you've been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. Thank you so much for having me, Rachel. It's such an honor to be here, truly. Thank you. I am a speaker, I am an author, I'm a coach a really good facilitator. And that encapsulates in a nutshell, the loves of my life, the things that I really enjoy doing. So I could blather on about it, or you could just look me up. LinkedIn has all my information or my website too, yvonne-bridges.com. There you go. Nice and simple. Amazing. And what I will do is I will link Yvonne's contact details below this episode. Okay. So if you're listening and you want to get in touch with Yvonne, then just scan your eyes down below the episode and you'll be able to get her contact details. And I'm sure she'll be more than willing to answer any of your questions if anything comes up as we're chatting. So we're going to keep it just really chilled, really relaxed, as we normally do here on the podcast. We usually have a focus on practical and actionable tips. So Yvonne, let's start with, I guess, the obvious question when we talk about, you know, you are not invisible. What are the common things that you see and hear from the people who do have that feeling that they're invisible? Where does that come from? How does it manifest? You know, what are the common things that you see? Thanks for asking. So I'm going to say up front that my focus is on women over the age of 50. And I hear five things from them consistently. So when I was writing my book, You Are Relevant, I heard the following. I feel like nobody sees me or hears me anymore. And let me give you two examples. One is in the workplace. So women over 50, even in high-powered roles, find themselves no longer being asked to the significant meetings in a project or to the corporate meetings or they find that they are given the less exciting projects than they used to be in the home front women feel less visible now because 
all of a sudden they've got empty nest syndrome. And so their children are gone. All the things that they devoted their effort and time to have evaporated. And that doesn't mean they're not delighted with where their children are going, their young adults are going. What it means is even in friendship groups, at family gatherings, their voice is quieter. They have to speak louder to be heard. And then the conversation still takes a turn. So it's this feeling of being less relevant than you used to be. Mm. The other place they feel invisible is in their finances. So specifically, women make 95% of the household decisions of where money is spent, women over 50. And yet, less than 12% of the advertising is directed toward them. So you think about this, women my age who have accumulated, we're ready to spend. We don't have our kids at home anymore. We paid for their university. They're often doing their thing. And now I've got this pot of money and nobody is marketing to me. Nobody is pushing something that says, you are going to love this unless it is the following. Oh, you're over 50? Anti-ageism. You need to do something about your wrinkles. You should do something about your hair for sure. Can't have it that color. So we become invisible because we have wrinkles. We have gray hair. We become labeled as crones as opposed to women who have a massive amount of money to spend. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. And so your passion and your role now in the world is to support these women to get heard get seen get considered and to find their voice I guess yeah yeah absolutely that's I think that if we could start this movement women a million women around the world forming their own groups to become relevant in this phase of their lives Think of the power of that. Think of the personal power you would have, the feeling of confidence, the vitality, the joy, the sense of adventure that you have at this phase in your life, which is different than other phases. Mm. It's purposeful. It's not, oh my gosh, that could happen on a holiday. This is a deliberate, strategic approach toward this last phase of your life. So when these women who are feeling this way, maybe they're listening to this podcast, maybe you know they're in your social media audience, like when people come and speak to you about this, do you sort of suggest to them that this is all within their power to change and you give them tools and strategies to do that? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So one of the things that you can get from me for free, or you can get it in my book, it's called A Roadmap to Relevance. And it is five steps that you can do to find your own relevance, to determine what does 
courage and vitality and daring and adventure and living your life, being the woman who you choose to be, being visible, being heard, being seen. So five steps mm -hmm. every single time. And it's a roadmap that can be used more than once, right? So you could design it for a quarter, for a year, for three years. It, But it's fundamentally all the same steps. And I'll, are you okay if I just quickly elucidate them? Yeah, chef. Yeah, so great. The first thing we do is we excavate. So step one is excavate. And excavate means let's go back. And so this is not the psychology of dredge up all the things that didn't go well. Quite the opposite. It's, all, it's much more of a positive psychology approach, which is in each decade of your life, 20s, 30s, 40s, and even early 50s, when did you feel relevant? What did that look like? Why did you feel relevant? And really, let's get a picture of those decades. So we create a timeline map. And what that does is it, it puts you back in the feeling. It puts you in the energetic space of what that is and what you want. Yeah. The second piece is choose you, you choose a heart power word. I believe it's important to have a heart power word that you live with for a year. So mine this year, for example, is courage. In January, when I chose that word, I was thinking of courage, show up online, you know, do a TED talk. I was chosen for a talk in New York in June. I'm going to be on a panel in Reno, Nevada in December. That's the courage I was thinking of. I had no idea that the courage I would require is to move forward and help my sister die. Like that's, that's a courage that wasn't even on the books. Mm. And yet that word lifted me, elevated me, encouraged me to mm. keep on going. The third step is to become. And these are the choices here when you say, I want to be a woman who can step into a space, feel comfortable, feel confident, and know my voice matters. Those are my choices. They might not be yours. You need to choose who you want to become. And then what do we need to do to have, to have these outcomes? So what's your intention? How do you set an intention daily, weekly, monthly? That's a small reminder. It's like an affirmation that mm -hmm. leads you to where you're going. And the final step is if you become that woman and you set your energetic intention, what will you have? How will it be different from where you are right now? Mm. So those are the five steps. Excavate, heart power, be, do, have. Love it. I love, I love be, do, have. I say be, do, have quite a lot because they're three very different things, aren't they? You know, like when we talk about coaching, we oh, talk yeah. about results, you can be one thing, but you need to do another and then you have another. So yeah, yeah. I love that. I guess for me, like when I'm hearing you like talk, 
about you know these that five-step process and really about what it might feel for people that feel invisible there's a question coming up in my head around the minute that you have that sense of being invisible or even less visible than you were there's a danger isn't there that the minute you recognize it it's a label that you wear you know it's uh oh I've noticed I'm less visible therefore I'm going to put on I'm going to put on invisible and I'm going to wear that and that's now a label that I wear and because you're wearing it that is a self-fulfilling prophecy that because you're wearing it you're then creating it more than saying no 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 I don't invisible that's not me I'm not having that so what does that you're smiling does that for anyone that's not not (laughs) wondering how do I know she's smiling we're actually on a zoom call so I can see she's smiling why are you smiling Yvonne (laughs) so I don't know if you're a Harry Potter fan I use this analogy so often with women it's like we put on the invisibility cloak yeah exactly what you said we put on the invisibility cloak we allow it to stay on. And that was a big, big moment for me, honestly, when I figured that out. It was during lockdown, first batch of COVID. And I realized that somewhere along the way, I had picked up this invisibility cloak. And when I started really looking at it, you know, Rachel, I found, so I used to be a vice president of health, safety, and environment at a shipyard. And so typically you're the only female in a group of men. And they were honestly, honestly light to work with. What was interesting is that when we moved into ops and trying to link the work that we were doing, I my words became less powerful. So moments before, everyone was lined up. Moments later, I had my invisibility cloak on mm-hmm. because I didn't lead an ops team. I led a function. And I could feel it a little bit while I was there. When I left there, because I chose my successor, I said, I'm out, done with traveling. When I left there and really identified it, it was a light bulb moment. I could take my cloak off. Mm. I love it. I love it. I am a Harry Potter fan. Me and my husband and my little boy watched the entire, I don't know what you call the the number of movies. We've got them all. We've got them all. And we've we've watched them all just like last week. So because my son's reading the book for school. So um, yeah, I do remember the episode, the movie, you know, it's not an episode, is it? The movie with the invisibility cloak and he just like puts it on and there he goes, he's gone. But I think it happens quite a lot. I did a live on Instagram today where I was talking about you know, all the financial news that we're hearing at the moment and how there's so much doom and gloom about finances and how that's going to affect our homes, our freedom, our businesses, our lifestyle. And I had a bit of a rant on social media today saying, only if you allow it, you know, because you don't have to allow it. You don't, I can choose whether to watch the news or not. I can choose to take the doom or I can choose to just, plow my own field and you know cultivate the future that I want I don't have to wear that noise just because other people are talking about it and it's the same thing isn't it it's identical absolutely 100% identical 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. No difference whatsoever. And I think there's another word there that you used, Rachel, that's so important. It is the word choose. So often if you read my posts, I'll use the word choose. The other word I really like is decide. Right now, decide. This is not who I want to be. This is not how I want to be. This is not what I want to do. This is not what I want to inculcate my own brain with. Choose. And then decide. At this moment, I am only available for the following information. I am only available for a good financial situation. I am only available to speak in a way that's going to move people forward. I am only available for friends and family and colleagues for positive discussion that moves projects forward. I am not available to be deluged in information that gets my mind working in a way that doesn't move me forward. Yeah, I could not agree any more. Honestly, like I have been making very intentional choices and decisions more than ever in the last, I'd say two to three months. And I'm talking about the stuff that we all have the choice about daily, but it's so easy to just go with the flow. Things like WhatsApp groups, WhatsApp groups that I'm in. I'm in so many, I'm in so many groups. And if you allow the energy from each of those groups to take time in your day, you know, then you lose part of your day and you lose your mindset with it. If you scroll mindlessly through social media and you allow it to consume your thoughts, again, you lose time, but you also lose part of your positivity, part of your proactive like mindset. And I love that phrase, you know, I'm available for this, but I'm not available for that. And that is a choice that we get to make if we're brave enough and if we've got the boundaries in place and the strength of character and commitment and courage, you know, to use your word. If we've got that, then, you know, I have no problem ignoring somebody's message. And that I promise you, that has not always been me. I was the people pleaser every email got a response, every message got a response. I would hate the thought of not replying to somebody. But recently, I'm okay with that, because your message is your priority, and my response is mine. And that's a choice that we all get to make. So yeah, I I love this It's powerful, powerful stuff. Yes, exactly. You know, we used to in business, so for all the businessmen and women out there, you probably have heard this phrase, your challenge is not my emergency. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes to that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, but I mean, when you're working with women who maybe have worn the people pleaser cloak, you know, like mm-hmm. how would you help them to to shake that off? Because if you're working with women over 50, there's a lot of habits that have formed over a long period of time that the older we get, the harder it is to change those habits and unpick maybe those behaviors that have been ingrained in us. If somebody has got to the age of 50 and they are people pleasing and have done for years, how would, how would you support somebody to try to unpick that, that habit? 
there's three things. So there's a process called identifying your saboteurs. Mm-hmm. And people pleasing is a saboteur. And so there are actually nine saboteurs that have been identified. And, you know, all you have to do is Google, what are my saboteurs? And there's an amazing, amazing free assessment. You can figure out what your saboteurs are. So that's one, because I'm a big fan of let's identify it. So we know what we're dealing with. Step one, step two, that's why excavating is so important. Mm. You need to remember what it felt like. Feelings in our body generate emotion and emotion can lift us or it can drag us. So one of the things when you identify what either relevance or confidence or vitality or courage or whatever it is for you that you've identified when you excavate your life, it's How do I generate more of that? Well, what did I do the first time to generate it? Can I replicate that? And that's a really powerful question. It's yes or no question. Because if it's no, then why are you spending time in the past trying to do something you can't do again? What can we do now to move forward? The third piece for me is stating who I am. So I know affirmations get a bad rap. I'm not talking about walking around the house saying, I'm a millionaire. I'm a millionaire. What I'm talking about is affirming for yourself what's important today. So a boundary. If I choose not to respond to every email or every post or every blog or you know, not scroll through social media, what I'm going to do instead And that's what we need. So if you look at Daniel Pink's work, we need to create a new river in our brain. Our current habits have the deepest crevices. Yeah. You can change those crevices, though. Not because we're going to close the old one, because we're going to identify the new one. Huge difference. This is no longer breaking the habit. This is establishing a new habit. So what does it mean to enforce a boundary? So I'm going to give you a small example. In Traditionally, in my house, for me, kitchen is my boundary. Mm-hmm. So now that our children are at home, they haven't been home for a while, they're married. One of the things every now and again, my husband says, I'll do the dishes. It takes everything I can to say, okay, okay, that's good. I got this. Because just because he does the dishes differently from me, doesn't mean it's a bad thing. And that might sound like a really small boundary, except the boundary that I'm really enforcing with myself is to allow other people to help me. I don't need to be the only one who can do it. So I'm not enforcing a boundary that says he can do the, the mopping up. What I'm enforcing, it's my own personal people pleasing boundary that I am allowing myself to enforce. Does that make sense? Yeah, that, yes, that does. That makes perfect sense. That does, because I'm a little bit like that too. You know, I definitely recognize that. It's, 
you know, I'll don't don't get me wrong, I'll let anyone do the washing up. <laughs> but <laughs> I know, I get it. <laughs> but it's that um, I think there's something in it about you know like high achieving results driven women maybe something to do with the corporate thing where you have to work hard and really you know sort of power your way up the ladder there's something in the whole I can't ask for help because if I do it shows I'm weak so if you're going to run if you're going to run to my support rather than Mm -hmm. say thank you it's like oh no no hang on I can do that you know I can do that why do you think I can't do that because I can and actually yeah I recognize myself in what you just said Mm -hmm. exactly and so that's that's actually two of my saboteurs one is my controller saboteur because if I can manage everything yeah I've got her too I've got her too (laughs) (laughs) and people pleasing another saboteur I think key thing with this is really really being willing to be honest you know are you wearing an invisibility cloak are you do you know check yourself watch yourself in situations at work are you putting your hand up are you reconnecting with a network that's important to you to be successful at work are you ensuring that there's a mechanism that you are choosing to stay visible for your colleagues. And the same thing at home. Are you visible? And then what boundary do you choose to allow yourself to enforce? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) I know this is going to be helping lots of people. So I hope we're going to get lots of listeners to this episode because I think you know as women of of all ages you know not necessarily just 50 or you know 50 plus I think this affects women of all ages you know so yeah I love this conversation so Yvonne if people want to come and chat with you about this if they're recognizing some of these behaviors and saboteurs and they're thinking okay I don't want to wear this cloak anymore, but it's heavy and I don't know how to take it off. Like, what what would you encourage them to do? How is best for them to reach out to you and get your support? Thank you for asking. You can find me on LinkedIn. That's my main social media channel is LinkedIn. The second one that you can find me on is at, in Instagram, it's called the underscore Yvonne Bridges. And on Facebook, it's Yvonne-Bridges. So any of those places, or you can just email me. And it's simple. It's Yvonne Bridges, all one word, at me, M-E, dot com. Perfect. And I truly welcome your reach out. I'd love to chat. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, the, the saboteurs questionnaire that you talked about, if anybody wants to get Yvonne's, you know, support on that, wants to get the link from Yvonne, just reach out to her, start that conversation. And yeah, I come from a place of all conversation is good conversation. So oh, um, me too. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And if you want the roadmap that I've created, you're welcome to it. Send me a quick note and I will make sure you get it. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, Yvonne, I don't know where the time's gone. It's absolutely flown. I know. It's chatted for hours. So thank you so much for giving up your time to come and 
speak to our listeners. If anybody is listening to this episode and you know somebody, you know a woman who's over 50, who's maybe wearing the invisibility cloak, please share this episode with her because she probably needs to hear this stuff right now, you know, like, because I'm sure she might be aware that she's wearing it and maybe she doesn't want to be wearing it anymore. So definitely Mm. share this episode with the women in your life who you know this will add benefit to. So Yvonne, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I really do appreciate you being here with us. Rachel, you're welcome first. And it's my pleasure, my honor, truly. Thank you for asking. Thank you for having me. It's truly an honor. Oh, you're such an amazing woman. Oh, Honestly, oh, thank you. You give so much to the world. And I'm going to plug you and say, I'll tell you what, if you're somebody who's looking to create a coaching program, you need to connect with Rachel. She will help you create the program of your dreams so your clients come running to you. Yes. Thank you so much. You can feel the love in the room right now. <laughs> for, those really? just, for those of you that are just listening to this episode, what you can't see is Yvonne and I on Zoom, smiling from ear to ear. So honestly, it's absolutely wonderful to connect with you, to share you know, your story and your teaching with our audience. So thank you so, so much. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there.